your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Mike Claiborne joins us from Toronto, where the Blues will take on, or the Blues. I get ready, get used to Claves. Blues, blues in Toronto, eh? Blues, There's no Jays. question about that, eh? Yeah. Gonna go out and work hard, you know, the whole nine yards. Yeah. <laughs> Claves, oh my God. I love it. You know what? I love this town. This is one of my favorite cities in the world. So what what makes you love it, Claves? Clean, friendly, uh, variety, fashion, good restaurants, and uh, and right now the weather is really good. It so, might- uh, is, it's a really nice. It's a great city. It's one uh, again. When you think about places to travel, this this is in the top five in the world for me. Claims if Canada and the U.S. were combined, Toronto would be the fourth biggest city after New York, L.A., Chicago, and it would be the nicest. There's no question. It is light years ahead of anything we have in the United States, period, for a city this size. And if Canada ever annexes an island in the Caribbean, then I'm going to get a new passport. (laughs) Good to know, Clems. Well, let's hope we see some good Cardinal baseball. It's going to be tough without uh, Goldschmidt and Arenado there. What was your reaction when you found out that those two wouldn't be making the trip to Canada? You know what? I kind of shrugged my shoulders. You know, I knew we were going to have some people that weren't going to go. And, you know, it wasn't like I had any insider information, but I just had a feeling it was going to be a good player. Uh, then you find out it's two good players. And, you know, what it is, it's a real – it's a challenge to everybody else who's here because it, guess what? There's some innings to be played, and somebody's going to have a chance to play them, and it's their chance to really step up and make a contribution to the team. Clibs, we discussed this yesterday, and you are at the ballpark all the time. You're in the clubhouse. You know the intricacies of this team. With those two guys missing games, that when every game is important in the second half, do you think that that could cause any tension in the clubhouse? No, I don't think so. Um, you know, I, I know everybody wants to feel like, oh, you know, if they lose these two games, we'll never make the playoffs. Well, I got news for you. There's a whole lot of games that we lost this year that, that they were on the field for that are just as Claves is back with us, and you were talking about uh, the the togetherness, Claves, of of this clubhouse and the the admiration that the players that are not uh, Paul Goldschmidt and Arenado have for those two that aren't there. Yeah, you know, it, it's kind of like in hockey, where let's say a guy goes out and and deals with an individual for whatever reason, and he gets a penalty, or he makes a great play, and he's off the ice, and and guys will go out and play harder to kill that penalty. And, I mean, it brings people together, and I think this will, too, uh, because, as I said, I think this is as good of a clubhouse as I've been in, in a long time. So I, I'm really not worried about uh, that. And while the, while the outcome may not be what you may like, I think the effort's going to still be there because Toronto's a good team, and they're really hot right now. They're playing really well. So, you know, we're going to have our hands full, whether Goldschmidt or Arnado are here or not. So 
Yeah, you know, just go out and play, and, and don't worry about it because there's nothing you can do about it at this point. And Claims, I just, I just looked at it from a baseball perspective, and the the comparisons that I made yesterday were Chris Carpenter doing uncomfortable things like having a rib removed, or Bob Gibson pitching with a broken leg. P- Bruce Suter, you remember Bruce would get a couple of cortisone shots, oh, yeah. that, that, those numbing shots in his shoulder. He knew that down the line that was not going to be beneficial for his future, but he got him so that he could get out there and compete. And that was my only real complaint. It was from strictly a baseball standpoint. I've seen so many guys wearing the birds on the bat that have done legendary things that were uncomfortable. Yeah, that's true. And it's a good point you make. Um, I, I think the difference is this is a different era uh, no doubt. Of, of athlete and, and what, what's important to them. Uh, you know, they all have money. So now they can make more decisions that benefit them in their personal lives. Uh, compared to guys who were playing for money but also playing for for opportunity to be a champion. Uh, and, you know, I don't begrudge them. You know, I think that life is different in how we approach things. And, you know, that's just who they are. And, and it doesn't make them public enemy number one or two. No. It's just who they are, and, it's a, and it's, it's a personal decision. And I think because we've gone through so much in the last three years uh, with the pandemic, or almost three years, that, you know, people view life and its values differently than what they did. And I think because right. of the fact that they're in a comfortable situation financially where they can take care of their family than they have, then they can do some other things that, you know, are, are, are not comfortable but uncomfortable enough where they're not going to be doing something they enjoy doing, that's playing baseball. And I don't know if it's a great thing. Probably would have been a great thing for us, but an overarching aspect would not have had this happened with Tony La Russa circa, circa 2006. Good point. Very good point. Uh, the, the dynamics would be quite different than what they are now. And, you know, that, and I think that might have been the last era of, of athletes who – had this this comfort level financially that they can afford to make decisions like that. And, you know, again, it's Tony compared to Ollie, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's, a, it's a whole different environment. And it doesn't make any of these guys bad people, but it's just something that they elected to do. And one of the things, when you think about this organization, they have they listen to their players. They pay attention, whether it's Arnado or Goldschmidt or Yachty or – you know, anybody else who has issues, they allow that person, they respect them with regard to their time spent in allowing them or not pressuring them to make decisions that put them in a situation that they're not going to be comfortable with. Claims at 745 every day, we have a segment called Take It or Leave It, and I'm going to propose one to you. Take it or leave it. The Cardinals acquire Juan Soto. Leave it. Has anybody watched this team recently? And noticed <laughs> that the one thing that's lacking is pitching. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm not going to, you know what? And I think Soto's a great player. Okay, he's one of the best offensive players in the game. But it, you know, I, we have some other good offensive players. We have a guy named Goldschmidt who just won a Player of the Week award. We have Arenado. We've got uh, Tyler O'Neill. We've got Tommy Edmond when he's high. So, and, and while while I could find a spot for Soto in the lineup. Can you imagine if he hits between uh, Goldschmidt and Arenado and what, what his numbers would look like? But that's not the issue. You know, we would just have another very good player watching us wilt because we don't have enough pitching. And if we don't get that, everything else is, is, is secondary. And, and how they get it, I don't know. And what they get, I don't know. 
But, you know, that's the most important thing. If we're going to make some big super deal, we got to have a picture, and it, and it can't be Patrick Corbin. Is there anyone out there on the market, Claves, and the market is not very deep right now that you would like to see the Cardinals yeah, pursue? You're right. You know, that's a good question, Michelle, and I've been racking my brain, and, I'm, I'm, and what I run into is guys who show potential that I think, well, you know, well, you know, maybe maybe I'll take them, but I'm looking at guys who are third and fourth starters. I don't need a third or fourth. I have a whole garage full of those guys. <laughs> I need a guy who can come in and shut down a team. And when people look at the rotation, they say, well, this guy's going to be a handful. And then there's Michaelis. And then, you know, Wayno's good against anybody but Cincinnati. And then after that, you know, it's a crapshoot. But remember, if your team that says we're here to get to the World Series, you're going to need three, minimum. You're going to need three legitimate starting pitchers. We don't have three legitimate starting pitchers right now. So you got to find that, that guy. And until you do, it's going to be a real challenge for you to compete beyond October 1st or whenever the postseason starts. Klabes, the latest edition of the Joe West 5460 podcast features Hawk Harrelson. you got to be blanking me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what? So he and, he and Joe West – did not get along. Joe was doing the game, and you probably remember that. And so Jerry Reinsdorf put them together, and these guys can't get out. Of, you know, they're, they're talking all the time. And it, it, it's a fun visit. The Hawk is a, is a beauty for a whole lot of reasons. He's got his opinions about just about everything. And uh, we had a good time with him. Uh, we had a visit yesterday, and we'll have that one coming up soon, Jim Leland. Oh, nice. And Jim Leland is just, he is he was fantastic. So we're having a lot of fun with it. So I would urge everybody to check out the Hawk. And we've got Jim Leland coming up. And a guy who I think is the most knowledgeable guy about the rules of the game as a broadcaster, and that's Chris Welsh, the, the broadcaster for the Cincinnati Reds. We've got him coming up down the road as well. So we've got some good stuff on, on, uh, on with the Joe West Podcast 5460. And you can get it anywhere you get your podcast. Klabes, have fun in Toronto, and we will see you when the club gets back home. You know what I'm doing today, Michelle and Randy? We're going to do a little shopping. Oh, yeah. One of the great shopping meccas of the world. So uh, I expect to have plenty of boxes waiting for me when I get back to St. Louis. That's a beautiful thing. Have a great time. (laughs) All right, you guys take care. See you, Mike. That's uh, the great Mike Claiborne. You can hear him tonight on the Cardinal Broadcast and, of course, the 5460 Podcast and all the great content delivered by Claibs Online. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The College Football Playoff Committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the College Football Playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.
Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.